Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to the Battlefield Show. I am Scott Gibson, your Commander-in-Chief guiding you through the battlefield of life. You know what you're here for. No more messing about. Stick the tape in. Hit the track. Onwards! Episode 11, we're back, how are you listeners, I don't know why we went on fucking Dr. Fraser Crane there, <laughs> can you hear that, the fucking, t- Murph, shut up, I've got a two manager sitting behind me, enjoying himself, relaxing, you know, as I says one, he's a busy boy, uh, Thursday afternoon here, first of all, apologies, for the lateness in the podcast. Um, I'm not going to lie, it's been a busy week. I had the hashtag show on Sunday. My intention was to record the Monday. I woke up Monday. I was hungover to fuck. I was feeling a bit rough. Tuesday, the message of the day off work. We had a very nice time. Went for Mexican food. Eh? Fucking El Cartel. El Cartel in Edinburgh. Fuck me. What a taco. That's the first time that I've had a taco. When you could probably... Sometimes I've had tacos and... Play- you know you go to a place, right? And you're like, I hey, fuck it, I'll get a taco. And you think, that's not a dinner. No, I mean, it's not a dinner, right? It's a snack. And you get it, and it's a fucking shitey tortilla out of Tesco that they've cut into even smaller tortilla. 
and fired crap on it, you know, and there's like a fucking, uh, the tiniest, thinnest bit of steak ever, and you eat it and you go, why do we continue to fucking bastardise food in this country? Anyway, I had watched a few food programmes, uh, Ugly Delicious being one of them, um, when they talk about tacos, um, and I wanted some Mexican food, man, I am a sucker for a burrito, I'm not going to lie to you, and then someone had mentioned El Cartel. I was out doing a bit of Christmas shopping. I was walking down the lanes up at George Street and I walked past El Cartel and I said to the missus, let's fucking get up the other night. And we went and my God, it was good. My God, it was good. Next time I'm going, I'm no driving so I can get some of those frozen margaritas because they looked incredible as well. But nice, small place, uh, Mexican guy in the back. You know, I mean, that's not being racist, right? If I'm going for Mexican, I want a Mexican to cook it. That's just, that's fucking straight up, right? No, lovely people working in it, very nice. Uh, took time to talk to us about the menu. Uh, some good uh, veggie options for the missus. And obviously I went for Escana, you know, steak. Steak, pork shoulder and chicken. Disappointed in the chicken, but the pork shoulder and the steak ones were fucking unreal, man. Very tasty. Very, very tasty. So I'll be back. Um, but if you've got any other suggestions for places to fucking dine, man, hey, get in touch, you know. Fucking, I love a dinner. Fuck me, that coffee is roasting. Anyway, so apologies for the lateness, but um, it's been a busy week. I'm settling down now, and we'll, we'll fucking bang this out. So how have you been, man? How have you been, eh, since we last spoke? You know, it's been mental, man. Fucking Tories are in. Um... What do you, I mean, what do we fucking do, you know, there's nothing you can do, we just need plow on, we just need plow on, I'm not going to lie, I called it, I said it weeks before the fucking election, right, about three weeks before the election, I says, not only are the Tories going to win, they're going to win by a meaty majority, and what happens, listen to your old da, right, fuck that, Sir John fucking Curtis, the cunt that looks like a fucking smeagly bastard for Strathclyde University, Stop putting him in the telly. We've just got rid of Mary Berry. And now this fucking terrifying golem cunt keeps popping up with absolutely no movement or teeth. He's a fucking ugly looking... Anyway, so I called it weeks ago. See see if you... See if you go to England, right? And uh, most of the times, if you, if you don't have to travel south for work, right? I spend a lot of my time... Up and down the country, right? Fucking check me, man. Yeah, international jet setter. I spend a lot of my time travelling England, and I don't mean the bits of England that you would go to, right? As mere mortals, fucking mudbloods, right? I don't mean London, Manchester, Brighton. Yes, I too go to those places, but I go to places like Newport, Oxford, Redcar, Darlington, Newcastle upon Tyne, Carlisle. Fucking wherever you need to go, right? Arsehole of nowhere. I'll go to those places, spreading the word of joy and laughter. Ha 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 ha. Give me my money and I come back to fucking Sturgeon's Paradise, right? But let me tell you, a lot of people in this country are fucking backwards idiots. I said it, okay? I said it. And it is no surprise whatsoever that the Tories are back in, and they're back in with a fucking meaty majority. Now, 
Corbin. I'm not. I'm not a fan. Right. I, I am trying to differentiate between what was Scottish Labour and what is Labour now in England, right? And I still have a problem because I think Labour turned its back on Scotland and allowed the SNP to rise to the power that they've got. Now, I'm an SNP man, so I'm not bothered that way, but I think that we have been abused by the Tories since fucking time began in Scotland, right? By the test bed. And I think that Labour Party started to take Scotland for advantage because they knew Scotland would always vote Labour. And I'm talking in the past, right? And now that's gone. And I think the Labour Party has gone so far to the left, so far to the left, that it has proven that it, you just can't, you cannot win UK politics by being that far to the left. It can't happen. They were, to the world's end, they're throwing mad stuff out there going, you'll, you'll get free free internet. You'll get fucking a free dug. Bagels. Who wants bagels? It was insane, right? Now, I would say my politics are centre, right? I would say that I sit in the centre for most things, right? Occasionally I'll dip into the left. Occasionally I'll dip into the right. Oh, 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 oh. But most of the time you're fucking centre. And I would imagine that most people in the country will sit on that centre line. And I felt that the problem with some of the policies that was coming from Labour under Corbyn and certainly some of the supporter groups that were being riled up on internet, social media, was starting to make people feel as if they were right-wing. It was starting to make normal, centrist politics people feel as if... Are they trying to say that I'm a fucking Nazi? Because that, that is not what people are. But... Hey... The world's fucked, man. Do you know what I mean? It's in fire. Koala bears, feet are burning. Ice caps melting. Fucking Attenborough's lost his mind. So who knows what's going to happen? Um, all I can say is I hope that independence, Indy, and Indy Ref 2 happens and Sturgis Blue and White Army fucking gets us out of this. Because I don't want to stand in a fucking massive queue when I'm going to Malaga. Nobody wants that. Eh? Nobody wants that. But hey, this is not a political podcast, you know, because I don't know enough about it because I don't give enough of a fuck about it, right? Because we still got up in the morning, you still go to the job and we carry on. That's what most of you done. You got up on Friday, you went to your fucking job, and the world kept spinning, even though the fucking lizard people are in were a massive majority. But it doesn't make any difference because the world keeps spinning, you keep going to your work, we all fucking work till we die, blah de blah de blah the cycle goes on, right? So, a couple of things I wanted to talk about. Now, it is a time of year when I think that people have a bit of an odd outlook on life come Christmas time, right? Come the festive period. Now, I don't know if that is because there's a bit of joy in your heart because you're, you're spending money 
right? And it's it's nice to give people gifts, you know, it's nice to receive as well, but it's nice to it's nice to buy presents for other people. And those endorphins work in your head and you feel fucking, you know, happy and excited and I can't wait to Christmas and then Christmas Day comes and you sit down, you open your presents and you realise you have got a pile of shite because the people in your life don't care enough about you as you do about them. And your second thought is, if I had just kept all the money that I spent in these cunts, I could have actually got myself the present that one, right? <laughs> but, there are a group of people who, for some reason, and I don't know if it's a, an age thing or if it's a historical thing that's kind of built on you, they seem to get an easy ride at Christmas. And I think they are one of the biggest group of cunts stroke laziest bastards in the country and this might be an unpopular opinion but I'm going to say it because I feel as though with this show I am going to say the things that people are too afraid to say and here it is from my mouth postmen are fucking cunts I said it now I'm going to, I'm going to give that five seconds just to soak in and absorb it. Some of you some of you may be ripping the fucking earbuds out your noggin as those words touch your fucking lobes, right? And there may be others, you know, who are sat by and go, "Hey, big man, I'm listening." Not that long ago because I can still remember it. So, can't be that long ago. You used to get your mail in the morning. Now, I know, I know, if some of millennials listening, that you may think I'm talking nonsense on from another planet. I, I tell you this, I tell you this right now. You would get up in the morning, and as you were maybe having your morning coffee or a bit of toast, getting the kids ready, your mail, your post, would come through your fucking door. In the morning. You may have an important bill. A letter from a loved one. And you could open that, read it. In the morning before you went to work. Now, if you're lucky. You will get mail. Maybe delivered. By the time you get back in in the evening. If you're lucky. Right? And let's look at it this way as well. If you order a package, which you pay for, you pay to have that delivered to you. If you're lucky, that will reach you. If you're lucky. So the very transaction that you've involved in, paying money to have it delivered, if you're lucky, you'll get it. If no, you will then have to drive six and a half miles to an industrial estate on the outside of town and pick up the own parcel that you fucking paid to have delivered. Now... I think what should happen is, you should go to the fucking post office, or the sorting office, or the depot, whatever it is, whatever fucking back-end fucking post-apocalyptic waste ground they decide to build this industrial estate in, you should go there, give the cunt your wee slip, get your parcel, and then get on his back, and let that fucker carry you to your house with your parcel. Then, when he gets you there, apologise. He should apologise to you for making you come to pick up the fucking thing you paid to get fucking delivered. 
I'm sick of postmen. I'm sick of them. I honestly, I think they're worth shy cunts. Now, I know there's some of you sitting there going, how would you like it to get up and have to deliver a thousand bits of post? Let's just get this fucking straight, right? They're not getting up in the crack of dawn anymore, right? Doug's only fucking chewing them up. They're not getting attacked. They're not delivering 10,000 bits of post a day, right? Let's all just fucking calm the fuck down a bit, okay? This isn't in the fucking 50s or 60s, right? When every fucker knew the name of their postman and they were delivering... Everybody was fucking doing letters, you know? There's no email, there's no text. Every fucker is sending letters constantly. We're done, right? We're gone, right? We're well past those days. Even today, right? This is what... Fu- what happens is I calm down for a couple of days and then they fuck me over again. This morning. I say this morning, midday, right? About half twelve. A slip comes through the door. Sorry we missed you. Please come to the fucking post office depot in Edinburgh at whatever, whatever address and collect it after midday tomorrow. So I'm reading this. I then open the door and the postman is standing at my door. And his response was, Oh, I didn't know you were in. Why don't you knock the fucking door, you work shy cunt? What I don't understand is, he is then going to have to take that parcel back to the fucking depot. So why not just deliver it? Why did he put a slip through your door going, sorry we missed you. No, you weren't because I was fucking in, you bastard. I don't get it. DPD, Hermes, Parcel Force, they're all the fucking same. They're all the fucking same. I have once, right, because again, it's the time of year, so we're all getting online stuff and Amazon and everything else. I stood out in my street I got uh, an email on my phone, right, and it was for fucking the cunts at that DPD, who are the, them and Hermes are the worst fucking bastards on the planet, and the email said, sorry we missed you, we tried to deliver, and you weren't in, I'm like, I've literally walked across the road to get a pint of milk, and I'm back in, when is this cunt delivered, and I just happened to look around, and there's a white transit van sitting, and there's a guy looking down at a phone, I went, I bet you that's the fucking bastard there, so I walked over, I says, mate, are you DPD? He went, aye, I says, I've just got this, he went, alright, oh, I, I didn't think you were in, I was like, you never, you never even left the van, you never even left the fucking van! <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I'm going mad, Sometimes I generally feel like I'm going insane. I think this is the problem. This is why this country's fucked, right? Here we go. Fucking President Gibson's going to put you right. This is why this country's fucked. See, when you go abroad, right? You go to Europe, Russia. Fucking Russia, right? One of the African states, right? You meet people who are Nigerian, Ugandan descent, right? And you get all the old races going, oh, they fucking... I tell you something. Workers. That there are... Anywhere outside of the UK, right, and maybe no France, they're fucking work shy cunts as well. Anywhere outside of that, everyone has this attitude of, you know, get it done. This kind of, perf- not perfection, but this working towards something, right? You know, is that good enough? That's the attitude. Is that good enough? I'm making this thing. Is it good enough? I'm making food. Is it good enough? I'm offering a service. Is it good enough? Right? Whereas in the UK and in England and in Scotland, our attitude is, that'll do. That's our attitude. Because fuck you, you owe me a living. I owe you nothing, mate. 
That'll do. That's our attitude. People fixing the road. Is that straight, Billy? That'll do. Someday you got a restaurant for your dinner. Uh, what do you think of that, chef? That'll do. Fuck him. Much is it? £18 a main course? Fuck him. The guy's paid for delivery, mate, and uh, I can't even ask getting into the van. Ah, that'll do. Fuck him. You know? Nobody, nobody cares. Everybody moans. Nobody gives a fuck. Service industry in this country, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Nobody fucking cares. That'll do. You know? Hey, it's 5-5. Fuck it, that'll do, man. Just get the job done. Just do the job I'm paying you for. If I pay to have delivery, fucking deliver my order. <laughs> it, it's this... It's a, it's a cyclic Christmas, man, right? Because the shop the shops are shit, right? The shops are shit. Because nine times out of ten, it's cheaper online. Right? And in the high street ones, nobody's buying our stuff and we're fucking shutting down shops. Don't be money grabbing cunts then. Simple as that, right? Just fucking put the prices down. Let's all bring it down a wee bit. Nobody needs to be a billionaire. Let's just fucking knock a wee bit off the top and let's all calm ourselves down. Alright? I'm not going to go to a shop and pay £62 for something I can get online for 40 quid. It's not going to happen then, right? So don't complain to me when your fucking shop gets shut down. Okay? But at the same time, if I'm buying something online, get it fucking delivered. Just fucking deliver it, that's it. That's where the fucking service for is doing. Every, every point up until a fucking British person touches it, it works fine. As soon as somebody in this country gets their fucking hands on it, the whole fucking thing falls apart, right? I buy something off Amazon. Amazon works, website's great, fucking Amazon, ding, 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 bish, bash, bosh, buy my fucking, there we go, ding, in the basket, buy that, fucking done, that works fine, some cunt in America, built the programme, put the website together, great, not a fucking Scottish cunt get their hands on it, works fine, I buy my thing, a wee email gets sent to fucking Sheshwan province, some fucking five-year-old gets woke up out his bed, dragged for the bunk bed, kicking and screaming, put in front of a fucking sewing machine, and my trainers get made, great stuff, not a problem, and guess what, the trainers are fucking brilliant, because they don't have a that'll do attitude, they do not, because if you had a fucking that'll do attitude in a Chinese fucking factory, they'd put a gun to your head, so I get my thing, it's designed wonderfully, it's made, it's packaged, it's put in a plane, it's fucking flown away, it's flown away, it's great, and then it lands in the UK, everything's running like fucking clockwork, and then some fucking work shy posty cunt puts his hands up, and it all falls apart! <laughs> Maybe I'm right wing. <laughs> So postman and workshop bastards, there you go, man. Unpopular opinion. But there it is. It had to be said. It had to be fucking said. One thing I wanted to talk about was kids' toys, right? And the lack, absolute lack in quality of kids' toys nowadays. Now, 
I was in Smith's recently with the nieces, right? And kids have this incredible ability to find the most expensive toy in the fucking shop. With because kids don't have a concept of money, right? They don't they don't know what money is. Um, my mother and niece had a, had a wee piggy bank thing, right? And she had some some coppers and some smash in it, you know. And she's like, oh, "I'm rich, you know. I'm saving my money because there's, there's a lot in the sense of there's hundreds of coins in it, right? But you're lucky if it's a couple of quid." And so we gave her the the smash that we had in our pockets, and we gave her like a, a tenner or twenty quid or something like that to put in it, right? And then to her, the fact that you gave her a bit of paper, even though it's worth more than what was in her jar, in her head it's worth less because it's not as heavy. Do you know what I mean? So they don't they don't understand money. They you know so if a kid sees something like three hundred quid or something like a fiver. They don't see the difference in that. They just see that's what I want or that's what I want, right? So there's no there's no difference. That's how sometimes I've been out with them and, and they ask for something like a couple of quid, you know, and somebody's going, well, you know, get them more stuff. I'm like, but, but they don't understand the concept of more. They just know that's what they want and whatever that costs, that's what it costs, right? So you're just lucky it costs cheap. But anyway, so we're in Smith's and I know that... <sighs> Climate change is probably a big factor for it, right? Because, I, I mean, when I was young, I can remember having... There must have been toys made out of fucking lead. You know what I mean? Like, toy cars or trains. I remember we trains. S- fucking solid, man. I mean, forget stop and search for a blade. If, if the police pulled you over with fucking one of these lead trains in your pocket, you'd get fucking... You'd get done for carrying an offence. I mean, you could cave somebody's skull in with this thing. And and one of the things that was in I don't know what lol dolls is, right? Even saying lol dolls annoys me. But they had this thing that was like a kinda a Malibu beach house, right? For these fucking plastic dolls. And it was a hundred and seventy quid. A <laughs> hundred and seventy quid, right? Now that's that's no that's no the point or the thing that angered me, right? Because if it's a big toy in the sense that it's, you know, it's a hot thing or a lot of people want it, it's going to be expensive, right? It's going to be expensive. But it's made out of cardboard. <laughs> it's made out of cardboard. You're paying £170 pound for cardboard. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? £170 pound for fucking cardboard. She she got the the wee one got this fucking doll thing right, and it's a cat or a dog, and again the fucking genius marking you don't know what you're gonna get right, so you can't pick a cat or a dog because it's meant to be a surprise. Now if you buy one, and for example your brain wants a dog and she gets a cat, they'll fucking kick off, and then you need to go back and spend another thirty five pound, get another one, in the hope that it's the right one this time, even though you don't know it could be anything. So she got this thing, long story short, it comes in a fucking ball, right, it looks like a ball of wool, and you may put it in lukewarm water, and it fucking, it opens up, and it's got two wee kittens or two wee puppies, right, and then you fucking brush its hair, and you blow dry the bastard, and, it, and it's a cuddly toy, you're paying 35 quid for a cuddly toy, right, and the fucking state of this thing, <laughs> there's a video up on my Instagram, if you haven't seen it. And this thing looks like roadkill, man. It looks like fucking roadkill. 
And I'm trying to, she's like, it doesn't look like the box. And I'm going, no, it doesn't look like the box. And I'm saying, maybe we need to keep drying it or give it time to fucking, to fill out a wee bit, right? You know, sometimes you buy a mattress and it's rolled up and it says gate 24 hours to fully expand, right? These two wee kitten things that she had, the face was all fucking mangled in on it. And she's like, it doesn't look like the box. I'm going, it looks like it's fucking, <laughs> it looks like it's in a difficult birth. That way it looks like it had an umbilical cord wrapped around it for a couple of hours <laughs> to have the oxygen in the brain. And I'm going, leave it overnight and it might fucking fill out. She was like, head's all mashed in. <laughs> I'm like, fucking hell. Let's take it back to the shopman. Took it back to the shopman like, I mean, what is this? There's certain situations where you don't mind something that looks different in the box. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's very rare you go to, like, McDonald's or a Burger King or a KFC and you get a meal that actually looks like it does in the picture. But to spend 35 quid on what is essentially a cuddly toy that I've just given a bath and fucking blow dry and it still looks like it's been ran over by an Arctic lorry. You're pushing it a bit. I wonder, these toys are just not made anymore. Do you mean, like, to last? I mean, they, they aren't made to be consumed and turned over it's very rare kids will play with toys past six months anyway and it says that you know they want something else or they want something new but they, they just I could, I think my mum's still probably got you know two toy boxes in the loft or hundreds of stuff for when the nieces come to play with her that was, that was mine when I was a kid you know and it still works and it's still sawed I just couldn't believe how shit it was could not believe how shit it was and the price of some of that stuff. And all I kept thinking was, you know, I'm in a I'm in a lucky position now that I've got nieces, right? So I, I'm the kind of like the cool uncle. So you can swoop in and buy stuff and go out. But going around and I saw that this couple, this man and woman, and I mean they were fucking stressed, you know. Zooming up and doing the aisles of Smiths. And you're going, that must be an incredible amount of pressure. If you've got young kids at Christmas time to to give them. No not even everything they want. Even like half the stuff they want because of the price of this month. Christmas is fucking insane. It's absolutely insane. It really is. When when I've seen some of the money that people are spending on Christmas, and again I can't even really complain. I, f- I fucking went. I had a I had a figure in my head that I wanted to spend, and I've fucking blasted well past that. The biggest mistake I made this year was buying stuff too early. So normally I'll go last minute, literally fucking Christmas Eve or like twenty second, twenty third, and just blitz it in a day. And this year, because I was down south for quite a bit at the start of the, the month, I thought, right, I'll go and do some shopping then. And then you just buy loads of stuff and you think you're ready. And then when you go out, you just buy more stuff and more stuff and more stuff. That's why the best thing to do is Christmas Eve, man. Pick a shopping centre, Christmas Eve, fucking blast it. Give yourself two hours, that's it. Start the clock. Once the clock's up, whatever you've got, you've got. And if you've missed somebody out, fucking I'll try and get you next year. Secret Santa's man is a weird thing at Christmas time. You know? It's the one thing I don't miss about an office is Secret Santa. It used to freak me out. Because you, if, you, if you're in a big office, it's shite. And if you're in a wee office, it's shite. Because there's a there's a personal touch about it that can be quite weird, you know? Because you usually get like a a very small budget, like a tenner. Because you don't want to spend money on people you work with, for God's sake. Plus your skin. And you'd rather spend that in booze. Or another present. So you maybe get stuck with an old woman and, you know, you, you get fucking smelly shit or whatever it is you get, you know, bath bombs or something. I don't know what you get, man. And then they get you, like, deodorant on a book. You're going, 
you try to say a smell whenever you ever see me read. You know, it's an odd thing. And then you get that one person who is really good at presents. You know, and good at, like, finding wee quirky things that are cheap in loads of wee individual shops, and then they present their fucking secret Santa, and the person opens it up, and they're like, you aren't pumped? Like, what the fuck is this? Because then there's that panic going, are they, are they trying to shag me? And then the person who received that gift, instead of going, oh my god, this is amazing, they go, well, well this is going to make me look like a fucking arsehole, isn't it? Because I've just wrapped a cucumber up in a fucking newspaper for you. <laughs> secret Santa should be everybody in the UK. That's what Secret Santa should be. You sign up to, oh, fuck it, right, government, it's, you need to opt out, right? It's like a pension scheme. You need to opt out of the Secret Santa, Right? And on the 20th of December, you go to your local post office. It's a tenner. That's where you're allowed to spend. And you hand over your parcel to the post office on December 20th. And on December 25th, you receive, well, 24th then, because these works right constantly the day off. You receive your secret Santa from somewhere else in the UK. That, that would be fun. That's how you should do secret Santa. That's how we should do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna find this on the computer because I want to know exactly what it is that I'm uh, I'm saying. But um, I imagine now most of you will have seen this uh, thing about the toilet, right? That that I don't know if it's real or no. That businesses are trying to bring in, um, let's get up here, so that whenever I see stuff like this, it just makes me think of the time I worked in call centres, right, now, O2, if any of you with O2, go fuck yourself, O2 is the worst job I've ever had in my life, the worst company I've ever worked for, the worst job I've ever had in my life, it's, it's like fucking Nazi propaganda, man, right, the, the fucking... The shit they used to put staff through is is unreal, man, right? Anyway, so... Here we go here. Fucking yes, man. Look at this. Now, without getting all technical, aux was a thing, like an aux code, right? So you'd have like different code settings on your on your phone system, right? So if you were going around meeting with your manager, you'd do a certain aux code. If you had to go on training, you'd do a certain aux code, right? And it's basically so... At the end of the day, they can run all these numbers to see how productive you are in a day. Because you are not a human being, you are a number, you're a piece of shit on a bit of paper, and we're going to work you until you quit or you die. That's fucking life in a call centre, right? And we would have to sit, as managers, and have a, a genuine serious conversation about the length of time that people took to do a shite in a call centre. Now... This is not this is not primary school, this is not children, right? I am not managing a team of children. I am managing a team of grown men and women, adults, people who have children of their own, people who have overcome adversity in their life, you know? People who get up in the morning, dress themselves, come to work, do a job, provide a service to O2 customers, and I've got to sit in a room with them and keep a straight face and say, can you explain to me why you were going for a jobby and it took 12 and a half minutes? <laughs> Keep a straight face. <laughs> I hated it, right? So, when I saw this on the news this week, I thought, this is 
fucking brilliant, right? And also, not only is it brilliant, it's a load of shite, pardon the pun, right? So, they have brought out this new toilet, right? Which, again, it's just one of these news stories that is not going to be a thing, right? It's not, it's not going to happen. So, in case any of have got your work going, they're going to bring in a new toilet that's going to make it harder to fucking have a wank in it. It's not going to happen. And I'll tell you for why it's not going to happen. Because it costs money. And the last thing a business wants to do is spend money on you, the employee. So, your toilets are safe, right? But, so basically what happens is, it's a new toilet seat. That instead of being sh- uh, flat like a toilet seat, so you sit down, it's, it's sloped at a downward angle. A downward angle of, I believe, 13 degrees, right? And what this angle does is it increases the strain on your lower legs, so your calf, right? As you have to keep yourself level as your wee arse is sloped down at 13 degrees. And, and the working is that after five minutes, it becomes uncomfortable to sit on, right? So it's almost like doing a squat against a fucking wall, okay? And so you speed up your shite, you get back to work, productivity goes through the roof, you make the business millions, and then you die in your 40s because you fucked up your lower back or you're crippled and disabled and you can't go to work anymore, right? And that's the situation. Now, if they really wanted to increase productivity on the toilet, so get you in and out quicker if you are going for a shite, is to bring up the height of the floor. Now, you you may not have heard of these things, squatty potty. <laughs> I can't believe I'm fucking doing a podcast and I'm I'm talking about squatty potty. <laughs> so this is a thing that you put under your feet and it raises your feet up. So effectively, you. Uh, your, your knees are, are kind of brought into your chest and upwards, right? And that that's the most efficient way to do a shite. Because it changes the the shape of your body. It fucking opens up your arsehole and it just fires it, right? That if you, if you wanted to speed up the way that somebody does a shite, you don't make it l- more uncomfortable to do a shite. You, fu- <laughs> you fucking lift the legs up. <laughs> Fucking lift their legs up and let the shite fire at them, and see if you re- see if this was all about taking away comfort breaks, right? So people can have a skive, you know. Just fucking put a toilet. They'll see. Just make them sit on a toilet. That's it. Get a chair that has a toilet built in, so you just piss and shit at your. T- <laughs> We're, we're, do you know what, we're, we're probably closer to that being a real thing than businesses introducing a, a toilet that's sloped at 13 degrees so it's harder for you to skive in the toilet. We're, we're probably closer as a workforce to having people turn up at work in the morning, strap into some kind of fluid fucking boiler shit suit attach themselves by various pipes and then just sit at a desk for eight hours solid. You don't get up to walk, you don't go for a shit, you don't go for a piss, you don't even need to leave to eat. It just This thing just pumps fluids in and drags fluids out. We're probably closer to that than a fucking toilet that maybe strains your calves a wee bit when you have to sit on it. But when I saw this, it just made me think of all this stuff the horrible things that used to go in and work. I mean, being brought into 
meetings like HR, like somebody's losing their job because they are taking too long to do a shit. How fucked up is is some businesses in this country? And you wonder why nobody gives a fuck about their job or about the service they deliver when they're being told, you know, now listen, Sandra, we might have to, unless it's a medical condition that tells us why you have to take six and a half minutes to go and do a shite, Sandra, that's not on. Have you, Matt, I am lucky if I come in at under 20 minutes for a shite. <laughs> I don't think my fucking ox breaks well. What a lot of fucking nonsense, man. There you go. Let me know. If you have a a, a a sloping toilet installed in your work, hey, fucking get in touch, man. And while you're at it, get in the website, scottgibsoncolony.co.uk, follow the uh, links, listen to the podcast, subscribe if you don't already, Spotify, Spotify? Spotify, iTunes, and subscribe on the YouTube channel as well. All the links to my social media are there, uh, and if you don't already, you should follow me on that. Facebook, Scott Gibson Comedy. Instagram and Twitter is at Big Scott Gibson. There's a whole lot of tour dates coming up as well for 2020, starting in January, running right the way through to July. Um, they will be going up on the website soon, so get on there, join the mailing list, and fucking yeah, man, let's do it, sign up. Right, what will we do? Let's, let's, do you know what? Let's do some news, man. We're, we're almost touching it with this fucking toilet one, so let's do some news. Let it jingle! Today's headline. Father Christmas should be banned. Bacon shortage leaves pigs without blanket. And human fetus found on journey to America. I mean, Jesus. Even at Christmas time, at... A time of peace and goodwill to all men. The fucking mental news stories keep rolling in. All of these stories, as always, are from the only newspaper that is bringing us high-quality journalism on a daily. On a fucking daily. And that is the Metro. Now you can get the Metro from various outlets and you're probably seeing yourself... Big man, if this is the greatest journalistic outreach currently in, in a time of, of, of fake news, how much would this cost us? You're probably thinking a fiver. You'd be thinking a fiver for top, top of the line, top drawer journalism is acceptable. Well, I'm fucking telling you right now, for the Metro, not a penny. It's fucking free. It's free. And why is it free? Let's take a look at some of these news stories. And you'll find out why it's free. First off, top of the shop, top of the tree, Christmas time. It's all about one thing. Kids, you're wrong. Father Christmas, Santa Claus, old Saint Nick himself. And this story is an upsetting one. Um, the headline reads, Father Christmas should be banned to make it more gentle. <laughs> Do you know what? I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm reading that and I'm thinking what I'm going to say. And I'm, I'm getting so angry in my mind <laughs> that I'm fucking tripping my own words up. 
Let me read that to you again. Father Christmas should be banned to make it more gender neutral. Now, this comes from the wonderful Richard Hartley Parkinson. As any listener to the previous episodes will know, arguably one of the greatest journalists currently working in the country today. (laughs) Um, Richard goes on. A mother uh, has said that she's been criticised online for saying Father Christmas instead of Santa because it's more gender neutral. What? A mother has said that she has been criticised online for saying Father Christmas instead of Santa because it is not gender neutral. Right, so you should call him Santa Claus, not Father Christmas, because Father Christmas implies he's a man, whereas Santa implies it's gender neutral, is what I'm getting. Who who gives a fuck? Who cares? Who... Who's generally getting upset at someone calling it Father Christmas? Why is this a thing? Let's read on. Um, The mum said she was discussing a book on Facebook and she used the masculine noun but was told Santa is now seen as gender neutral and was the preferred term for many parents. This country is fucked. This is why... This is why the Tories are in. This is why the Tories are in with a majority of landslide. Because people should be genuinely worried as to what is happening on a political scale in the country. But the truth is, more people are concerned with whether or not you call Santa, Father Christmas or Santa because you may get the wrong pronoun and upset somebody. Go take a fuck to yourself. The woman from Plymouth says she does not want to offend anyone and has been left feeling on edge. <sighs> See, generally, right, and I might upset a few of this. See if you're ever in a situation where you have someone who is transgender or even someone who is concerned as to what pronoun you use or how you refer to him, her, they or them, whatever it may be. If you come from a place of genuine love in your heart and you say something that is incorrect or offends people. Now, I don't even believe that offence exists and that's my own opinion, right? I have been upset by a few things in the past, mostly it happens when I'm watching something television, right, and it might freak me out, or there's things like that I don't like, and I don't think it needs to be there, they've put it in for shock factor, and some people may say they are offended, I would probably say I'm more upset by it, and then what I've done is, I've turned the fucking thing off. Turned it off. Carried on with my life. I didn't suddenly start to develop spasms, coughing fits, pains in my back, potential risk of cancer. None of that happened. Just turned it off. Carried on with my life. Now, if you are in a situation where you're genuinely offended by something, genuinely offended, and I don't mean, I'm offended by that, and then you continue on, or you go and write a wee blog post about it, genuinely offended by something that actually moves you to do something about it, that's fine. But here's my take on it. 
you're in a situation where you meet someone, a friend, whatever, whoever the situation is, and you refer to that person uh, with the wrong pronoun or you say something that may be considered inappropriate. If they are the type of person that will call you up on it in a group of people, all you have to say is, I'm really sorry, I didn't know, confirm the right thing and move on. That's it. That's how you do it. Now, if that person then continues and goes on and on and on, I'm going to take a stab in the dark to say that that person was a cunt before any of this happened. And whether you used the right pronoun term or whatever before wasn't going to change the fact that that person is a cunt. So you need to move on. If you are online and you are talking about a book that involves Father Christmas and somebody comes back to you and says, <coughs> you should call it Santa because some of us are offended because Father Christmas is not gender neutral. All you have to say is, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to offend anyone. And you continue on. If these people persist, may I suggest that you come off that Facebook group and don't have any more to do with it. Because, trust me, if someone is genuinely getting upset that you have called Father Christmas, Father Christmas not Santa, they have got a whole load of other problems going on in their head that you don't need to be part of. You don't need to be part of it. But I am glad that you got in touch with our main man, Richard Hartley Parkinson, and he's brought this story to the people. The mother, who obviously doesn't want to be named for reasons in case the fucking Facebook Nazis come after her, and she said, I'd just been shamed for using the name Father Christmas and was told that Santa is now seen as gender neutral. By, by who? Santa's a man. That's it. Who am I upsetting here? Santa is a man. End of. I was only referring to the book Father Christmas by Raymond Briggs, but it's left me a little confused on edge as to what we're allowed to say. Say whatever the fuck you want. This is this is a this is the thing, right? You can say whatever you want to whoever you want to say it. But caveat that with if you say the wrong thing to the wrong person, you will get a broken jaw. Fact. Now, you should never go out and intentionally call people things that will upset them because you are as much of a piece of shit and a cunt as the other person who get annoyed by these things, right? If somebody is pulling you up in about saying Father Christmas instead of... Also, it's 2019. Who says Father Christmas in 2019? It's no fucking Dickens time. Why don't we go down to the department store, young Bernadette, and we can see Father Christmas and possibly you'll sit on his knee and tell him secrets that mummy and daddy will ask later and get you presents to put under the... It's fucking Santa, right? It's Santa, or do you know what? It's more and da, or it's more, or it's da, okay? Father, this, I mean, Richard, you should have left this one. The, the poor mother goes on to say, I have a small child and don't really want to raise him saying Father Christmas if it's hurtful, or if it's hurtful to some people. She doesn't want to raise her child by referring to Santa's Father Christmas if it's hurtful to some people. Oh, hen. Santa Claus, uh, based on St. Nicholas, a 4th century bishop, oh, aye, who lived in what is now Turkey. Aye. 
fucking question marks. I thought he was German. He's a very wealthy man and he used that money to help the poor and give secret gifts to people. An old man who dresses strangely, who has a, a love for the young and uses his wealth to get close to kids and give them gifts. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Don't be concerned with whether or not we should call Santa Santa or Father Christmas. Let's ask the big question here. Is Santa Jimmy Savile? (laughs) Tonight on Conspiracy Theories, is Savile really Santa Claus? The interpretations of uh, Santa have changed over the centuries, but always with the theme of generosity. Eh? Fucking. Always with the theme. Uh, I can't even believe that's a story. Here's a quick fucking side question. Is it true that Santa used to dress in green? Is that right? And then because of Coca-Cola, his suit was changed to red. Is that true? Or have I just fucking... Oh, I just heard that, made that up somewhere. Richard Hartley Parkinson, thank you for bringing us that wonderful uh, news story. Father Christmas should be banned to make it more gender neutral. Well, who knows? And hey, the big question, Richard, who fucking cares? Moving on. This is a long news piece. Second item, bacon shortage leaves pigs without blankets and witherspoons. Oh, no! The fucking Brexit party witherspoons. I also wonder how many uh, extreme left Labour voters still go into Witherspoons for a cheap breakfast and they get drunk, even though they are fucking hardened Brexiteers. Um, again, Richard Hartley Parkinson, he's fucking, he's up and down the country, man. Up and the man, the man never stops. Always, always working for you, the people. They bring you the news stories we need to hear. They are cherished staples of the Christmas dinner plate, but some Witherspoons customers looking to enjoy pigs and blankets during the festive season were left disappointed after being served chipolatas without a baking casing. (laughs) To be fair, if you're going to Witherspoons, right, you're you're fucking rolling the dice, okay? You're not going to, it's not in the Michelin Guide, you're not gonna. That's not gonna be a memorable meal, right? You're, you're eating in Witherspoons because either you're you're drunk or you're skint. There's your two, right? Nobody, nobody's choosing. No family is getting together and and making a, a pilgrimage to Witherspoons for their dinner, right? You're you're in there because you're steaming and you need something to absorb the beer so you can continue the night, or you're fucking you're skint, so you're eating shit food, right? So let's bear that in mind here, but. They've got a point. The whole the whole thing about a pig and blanket is it the bacon, right? And with if without the bacon, it's just a wee sausage, right? And that's there's nothing there's nothing exciting about a wee sausage, okay? The pub chain whose boss Tim Martin has repeatedly spoken in support of Brexit. I fucking just said that. I mean, it's as if I'm writing this myself. Said the issues were down to temporary labour shortage and unnamed business unnamed business further up the supply chain. Rather than problems with meat travelling into the UK from Europe. 
The matter involved a number of pubs had since been resolved. The company said, "The matter involved a number of pubs has since been resolved." The company said, "Customer Xander Yarney, 21, was among those left disappointed when he ordered a Christmas dinner at the Angel in Basingstoke on December 2nd. He said, "I ordered them through the app, eh, modern boy, Xander, modern boy, ordered them through the app." And when they got delivered to me, they didn't have bacon on them. <laughs> oh, such a wee sausage, Xander. Obviously, I was a bit disappointed. Obviously. I mean, who wouldn't be? Who wouldn't be, says Xander, 21. Eh, for Basingstoke. Who wouldn't be, Xander? You'd be fucking livid, my man. You have ordered a plate of pigs and blankets from a Wotherspoons, and they turn up merely pigs minus the blanket. You'd be fucking livid. But I kind of just found it funny. More than anything, so I gave it no stress. Fucking no, Xander's got nothing to be stressed about, man. He's got a plate of these sausages. I ate them and went about my day. So why is it in the papers, Xander? If you're paying yourself as this fucking happy-go-lucky chap that enjoys a pig without the blanket, why, why get in touch with the UK's number one journalist and bring it to us? Question marks over you. Witherspoon spokesman Eddie Gerson said it has all been resolved. It wasn't across all 900, 900 pubs. Fucking hell. It was only for a day or so. There is no shortage of, of meat, Eddie goes on to say. The suppliers in the UK had the bacon and the sausages but didn't have enough labour to put the blankets on the pigs. It's a labour issue, so the, the, raw, the raw ingredients were there. The bacon was there. The wee sausages were there. We just couldn't find anybody to wrap the pig in its blanket again you know it's probably 5 to 5 on a Friday night two wee dicks in the factory going we need to get these blankets on the pigs fucking that'll do Stevie that'll do but cunts are going to be eating blanketless pigs <laughs> it's a Witherspoon Stevie it's the least of their problems <sighs> good to know it's all been fucking resolved though Um, nothing again they got stress there's nothing to do with supply because they don't want you thinking we can't get meat for Europe you know even though we've got bacon and sausage here um, nothing to do with supply it was more to do with labour um, there was a stop in supplies they got the sausages through the blankets fucking unbelievable man but again another exciting story Richard Hartley Parkinson bringing it to us blanketless pigs this Christmas pigs and blankets are without doubt one of the greatest things ever invented I mean it's pork wrapped in pork what's not your love a staple at the Christmas table something you can enjoy all year round but there's just something there's something about it at Christmas that makes it a wee bit better you know I don't know what it is it's a more it's a more tasty parcel you get a wee pig in blanket a wee bit of turkey yeah, a wee bit of totty a bit of gravy lovely oh yes Final news story, a uh, bit of a disgusting one, if I'm honest with you. Um, I actually had to read this review at first because I don't know if I wanted to read it because it fucking freaked me out. Um, this time from Zoe Derwitt. Let's see what Zoe's journalistic integrity is, is like. Headline reads, Human fetus stopped on journey to US to be used as a voodoo doll. A model of a human fetus, right, so is it a model or is it a real fucking baby? 
oh, you know when you, you see those wee things, like wee faces that have been shrunk down, and it's like a real skull. Oh, that shit freaks me out, man. Sorry, I'll, I'll read. Um, a model of a human fetus was found by airport staff being sent from Thailand. I mean, alarm bells are ringing. Alarm bells are ringing. Sent from Thailand to the US to be used as a voodoo doll. Fucking hell. Police were shocked when they were called to check the package and found what appeared to be the body of a dead baby. You dirty bastards. The package was being flown from Sarvanahunai Airport in Bangkok. Fuck knows. Bangkok, Thailand to an address in Florida and was flagged when it went through security on the 22nd of November. One of the guards recognised a large head and curled up legs as being those of a foetus and alerted paramedics and police. What the fuck? Inside the package they found a 10 inch long figure made from dark brown resin with a letter that described it as a ghost ritual voodoo doll. The model was made the model was made to be used for black magic with instructions if you keep this charm close to you it will prevent misfortune from happening and keep you away from evil. Okay, bold statement. The recipient, Ronald Leck in Tampa, Florida, was told to order a lucky amulet that he did not resemble sorry. The recipient, Ronald, uh, a gentleman from Tampa in Florida, was told to order a lucky amulet that did not resemble a dead baby. That doesn't make sense, then. Police Major Kurt Cavena said he understood Mr. Leck may be disappointed, but the type of object he'd ordered is prohibited from being sent in the post internationally. I a fucking creepy dead baby. Who... I have found some fucking nonsense online in my time, but who... How drunk and tired and how much money do you need to have you are searching online for a fucking a resin baby fetus voodoo doll to be sent for Thailand but cunts just people need help people need help that's going to be the new question isn't it did you pack your bag yourself sir Yes, I did. Do you have any sharp objects that could injure someone or yourself on the flight, sir? No, I don't. Do you have anything over 100 mil, sir? No, I don't. Have you got any dead fetus voodoo dolls, baby? No, I don't. The voodoo doll will be returned to sender, he said. Return to sender. Baby fetus doll. Uh, Mr. Kavak said, sending amulets out of the country is allowed, but not in the form of a dead baby. Fucking hell! The voodoo community has got has got limits, you know. Dead dog, yes. Cat, yes. Weasel, okay. Guinea pig, I'll check the stock cupboard. Dead baby fetus, not a chance. We tried it before. The fucking Thai police intercepted us at the border. Fuck me. We have already ordered the post office to send it back to the sender. Well, good luck getting the post office to fucking do anything, the lazy bastards, eh? Eh? It's been a fucking callback kind of episode. You know when you, you can go on Amazon, right, and you can look at, like, your past orders, and you can go through that and see some of the shit that you've ordered on Amazon? I mean, that's maybe, like, five years down the line, you know? That, that's going to be a dark point in your life. 
when you're going through it, you're like, were you, were you fucking, are you depressed, Dad? She's going through a difficult time, son, you know. I can see that because you've ordered a dead baby voodoo doll fetus um, from Thailand. That was a difficult time, son. It's a difficult time. I was trying to ward away evil, you know. Zoe, thank you for bringing that to us. Um, if you would like to look at these stories or read the further, then go to the Metro. Um, they're all on there, man. Fucking absolute belters. But that was your headlines. Father Christmas should be changed to Santa in order uh, not to upset anyone. Uh, bacon shortage left pigs without blankets and some spoons, And a human fetus voodoo doll was intercepted from Thailand on its journey to Florida. That was your news. That's us for another episode. Um, it's been a wee short one today. Um, I've been tired this week, man. This has been so. It's been a bit of a. This has been a bit of a fucking a ranty one. And uh, so, I, you know, I, I was going to say I apologise, team, but you know, I can go fuck yourself. Nah, that's what we are here for. Um, what's coming up? Christmas time, enjoy yourselves man, have a fucking good Christmas, you know, I hope Santa brings you lots of presents, um, if you're looking for something uh, last minute, and you want, to get, hey, you want to give someone the gift of laughter, right, get them a ticket to come and see your old dad, I tell you something that's nice to get at Christmas, you, you open up all your presents, you sit there during the day, you play with some games, you have your dinner, and then maybe it's nice to have a wee present to look forward to, you know, something to put in the diary, plan a wee date night around it if you haven't yet get tickets to come and see my brand new show March the 7th in Glasgow at the Classic Grand tickets to my website scottgibsoncomedy.co.uk anything other than that I don't know man there's some gigs I'm in Glasgow this weekend Um, you know I'm in Edinburgh I'm in Edinburgh at the Basement Theatre 27th 29th of um, December Headlining in there, so if you're in Edinburgh, uh, fucking come along and see me. And I'll, uh, hey, we'll be back next week, man. Episode 11, fucking continue making content. Oh, there's, do you know what? I've got, there's, uh, no, we'll, we'll hold back on that, right? I was going to tell you some things, but there's some ideas coming up um, for next year that we're going to be doing. Um, let's just say we're going to be filming some things, and let's leave it at that just now. But generally, um, 11 episodes in, I started this podcast 11 weeks ago, and uh, generally, thank you very much indeed to everybody who has listened, if you're enjoying it, it's something a little bit different from the other podcasts that I've been doing, um, we're going to keep building this, um, and if there's anything you'd like to hear, or any topics to discuss, any questions, the usual, get in touch man, but if you do listen to it, please share it, share it on your social media feeds, get your friends to listen to it, there may be someone out there who enjoys a fucking angry Glaswegian rambling for an hour every week, I don't know, but thanks everyone who's listened, have a fucking good Christmas, I'm saying this now as if I'm going to go and kill myself or disappear under fucking water, I'll be back next week with another episode, so I will talk to you before Christmas, Willa, what's fucking next Christmas, next Wednesday's Christmas? Fucking hell, well, I might not know. Well, I'll talk to you before Christmas. Thanks for listening. Like, listen, subscribe, share it. Fucking do the stuff. All the best. Take care of yourselves.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.